The deepest lake in the United States is Crater Lake, located in southern Oregon. That lake was formed over 7,000 years ago when Mount Mazama erupted. It formed a crater over six miles across that then was filled with water over the years. That lake is almost 2,000 feet deep, meaning that the Empire State Building could be placed in the middle of that lake and be completely submerged with 500 feet to spare. That's deep. But Crater Lake is only the ninth deepest lake in the world. The honor of the deepest lake goes to Bacal Lake in Siberia. It's over 5,000 feet deep at its deepest location. That's enough for two Empire State Buildings and three Hammonds Towers to be stacked up on top of each other. How'd you like to play that game of Jenga? But both of those lakes combined are nowhere near the deepest part of the ocean. The deepest part of the ocean is the Challenger Deep, located in the Mariana Trench of the Pacific Ocean. It, it measures over 36 thousand feet deep you could throw mount everest in there and it would be covered by over a mile of water so who exactly measures all of these things i mean who has a measuring tape that goes out to 36,000 feet i wouldn't want to be the guy down holding the end with the other fellow saying you just hold that there till i let you know was well, deep as even the Challenger Deep is, it's no comparison to the depth of the love we know in Jesus Christ. Think about that. The love and the promise that you know in Jesus today is deeper than even the deepest part of the ocean. Here's how Paul describes it in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. However, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. As the song reminds us, how deep is the love that we know in Jesus Fact is, no one knows how deep his love goes for us. Paul here is quoting from the book of Isaiah. Uh, this was not new information. The description of the depth of the love of God runs through both the Old and the New Testament. Now, Paul had studied what we would call the Old Testament his entire adult life. As a Pharisee, he would know these verses backwards and forwards. But what he learned in Christ brought all of those things that he knew from Scripture into focus. So deep was the love that Paul knew in Jesus that he realized Isaiah's prophecy had come to pass. Jesus loved him with a love that literally could not be measured. It went beyond anything that anybody could even conceive. And Paul got that. He knew what he had been. When as Saul, he had gone through the countryside participating in the execution of people simply because they claimed the name 
of Jesus. And then Paul met the risen Savior. And it transformed his life. Paul was completely changed by the grace that he found in Jesus. It was more than he or anyone else could even imagine. Jesus forgave even him. When I was in seminary, money was a little bit tight, and and that made eating sometimes a a, a bit of a challenge. Uh, But it wasn't just the finances. Where I went to to seminary, I lived in the dorm, and uh, for whatever reason, they didn't have a cafeteria where students could eat on campus. And in addition, you were not allowed to have a refrigerator or a hot plate in your dorm room. That made meals a little bit of an adventure. After a while, we began to learn where the restaurants were in the area that had nights when they would offer all-you-can-eat plans. It was Pizza Hut on Monday nights. Then on Tuesday night, it was one of my favorites, a place called Pancho's Mexican Buffet. And you could go to Pancho's on Tuesday night. You could go down to the buffet and fill your plate with whatever you wanted. Go out and sit at your table. And once you had finished that, they had these little flags that you could pull up on your table. Uh, uh, some of the wait staff would, would come. And they would bring you anything else that you wanted. Another taco, another burrito, more sopapillas. It was wonderful. There's no wonder my cholesterol is high now. I'm amazed they didn't have to roll us across the stage when we got our diplomas. Those all-you-could-eat nights were a real blessing. How much does God love you? So much that his love for you will never run out. That's hard for us to imagine. I mean, we have people in our lives that that we love, but, you know, we kind of want them to go home after a while, at least get off the couch and stop eating all our Doritos. God's love for you will never run dry. He will never stop loving you. It's what made the rebellion of Israel in the Old Testament so hard to understand. The the prophet Jeremiah told them God's word for them. In Jeremiah chapter 31, he said, The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. Even in their rebellion and sin, God still loved his people. Now, they would suffer as long as they kept pushing that love away, but but God would still continue to love them. That's the love that God has for you and me. It's a love that ultimately is revealed to us in his spirit. God has revealed to us a love so deep that we could not know it without it being revealed to us through God's Spirit. The quote Paul uses from Isaiah, it presents a problem. If God's promise and love are so great that we can't conceive it, then how can we know that it's there? 
Well, Paul answers that question in verse 10. Again, here's verse 9. However, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. We know God's love because God has revealed his love to us through his spirit. We know God's love first because he's revealed it through his word. And as the spirit opens our eyes to what the Bible tells us, we begin to understand the deep, deep love of God. Over and over throughout both the Old Testament and the New Testament, we see God's love revealed, both in direct statements and in actions that God takes. God's overwhelming covenant love for his people, his purpose and his plan that was fulfilled even in the midst of their failures over and over again reveals the depth of his love for us. And then... In Christ, God's love is perfectly revealed. Jesus' teachings of God's kingdom, his miracles proclaiming his authority, his love for us displayed in all of the magnificent things that he did. And then at the cross, his love was demonstrated beyond all measure. His perfect sacrifice for us Paying for our sin, which we could never have paid for ourselves. And then as we celebrated last Sunday, his resurrection proved his authority over even death itself. Through God's spirit, his love has been revealed to us in all its glory. What we could never have known without him, God has shown us through his great love for us. On June 10th, 1944, the PT boat commanded by future President John F. Kennedy was rammed and sunk by a Japanese destroyer while on patrol. The crew survived for several days and was finally rescued with the help of some native Solomon Island scouts who who found them and then conveyed a message back to their commanders with a coconut on which Kennedy had scratched their location. On their rescue, Kennedy and his men, as they were on the boat going back to their uh, command, They sang together with the Solomon Island scouts a song that they had learned as children and that these scouts from the Solomon Islands had learned from missionaries. Together they sang, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. That simple hymn Sung by children around the world, it tells a simple and yet profound truth. How do we know God loves us? Because the Bible tells us so. God's Spirit has revealed to us the depth and the breadth of His love for us. As high as the tallest mountain, God's love for you goes higher still. As deep as the deepest place in the ocean, God's love for you is deeper still. 
During these days when, when our world's been turned upside down, during these times when many of us are alone in ways that maybe we haven't been alone in, in the course of our entire life, we can still know the deep, deep love of God abides with us still. As Paul reminds us, it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Heavenly Father, thank You for Your love. A love that we could not even conceive were it not that you have allowed us to experience it through your Holy Spirit. God, it would be my prayer this day that each of us as believers would experience the depth of that love in a brand new way. That we would come to understand just how much You love us. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Perhaps for the first time in your life, you've suddenly recognized an extraordinary truth. That God loves you. And your heart is crying out for an understanding of what that means. We want to help you. If you can email us here at the church, nhbc at nationalheights.org, we'll get you some information about just how much God loves you. Here's the exciting truth. God loves you so much, he sent his son to die on a cross for you to take your place, to pay the price for your sin so that you could have an eternal relationship with him. That's how much God loves you. And we want to share with you how by a simple act of faith, you can know God's love in your life. Just contact us here. We would love to share with you just how much God loves you. Maybe there are other questions that you might have about how you can be a part of our congregation, or or maybe there's a prayer need you would like to share with us. We would be glad to pray with you. Again, just email us here at the church, nhbc at nationalheights.org. My prayer for you is that you would truly understand the depth of how much our God loves you. God bless you.